On today's first round KO, we recap everything that happened in uh, the NFL in week 15. And then we talk about what happened at WWE TLC. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must you WSW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to you know, I've been thinking. And I've been getting this podcast wrong every damn time. So I think I think I'm going to make something right real quick. I'll take this. I'll take it from here. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my name <laughs> is Connor J.D. Moore. And you are now listening to the greatest hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever the fuck we decide, of your life. Welcome to the Foot Weekly Podcast. I what? <laughs> I I am your your new host, where we just talk about talk Ultimate Team and how bullshit it is. Oh, not that what legit. What is it called? Foot, like F U T. I just pictured a you, podcast you, you pictured that was about, about feet, feet. <laughs> and I got concerned that you knew that because you pulled that. You were, I was like, you got a podcast? You were like, you're like, look on Spotify. And then you, before you even got to the podcast section, you're like, I got one. <laughs> and then you said the foot. I was like, hold up. <laughs> Connor, <laughs> do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> no, we don't. I don't have, I, I don't, I don't like foot shit, okay? Like, let me just specify. There used to be a running joke in my friend group that I had a foot fetish. Can, all right, I'm going to ask. <laughs> what, what happens in which... A, a running joke happens where any human being has a foot fetish. One second. Welcome to the first round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Okay, now that that's out of the way, you have some explaining to do. I honestly, okay, to be fair, I don't exactly, I do know how it happened. <laughs> so we have a group snap, Yes. obviously, and I would annoy people because a, a conversation came up at one point that People hate how if if someone just sends a random Snapchat, people just reply with nothing, you know, just a picture of your face, you know, like in group snaps, that's annoying. So what I started doing was I would lounge on my couch or put my feet up in my room oh, I and see. I would just send pictures back oh, of my feet the, constantly. The default little, yeah. I yeah, the default, I yeah. have no, no words to say. Yeah. I don't want to so just, just the, leave the conversation dead. Just a picture of my feet. So you went with the, uh, so then they I started, see where this is going. What they started doing is other people started doing this. I see where and this is going. And then if there was a good, like, aesthetic picture, they would be, uh, someone else would say, add it to the foot wiki. And then eventually someone was like, well, who's running the foot wiki? And then I don't know who said something like, well, Kyle, obviously, because he has a foot fetish. And then that became a thing. So that was cool. But anyway, I don't have a foot fetish. I have a sports fetish. Just kidding. But I like sports. And that's what we're here to talk about. Specifically, NFL football. Week 15 in the books. 
playoffs were clinched, teams were eliminated, rivalries renewed, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Can I just say that I'm, like, super – I'm just, like, super glad that we might actually have someone from who runs their own podcast. When are we going to do that? That's that the only thing. That's the that's that's the I because mean, that was a conversation that I thought we were gonna have to have. Which is also it. another good segue into this is the last episode of 2018 with me and you. Correct. The last like Co- full structured podcast. Right, yeah. Right. You know we're gonna do our bonus Christmas episodes every once in a while here while we're on break, but this is the last me and you podcast. Correct. Of the year. So we're gonna be gone for a full month. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be back at all during break? We'll be back for those ten days. Yeah. Like right before the thirty first through the ninth. Okay. I have to work. Okay. So I'll be back for those. So if you're not here, we can Skype. But anyway. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, other than that, we will try to get her on. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can try to do it while the Bears are still playing. Right. If not, we can do it. You e- know, we can still do it. Either we way, we can still yeah. talk about them. In case you guys have any, in case yeah. you have guys are trying to figure out what the hell we're talking about right now. So I was just on the Twitter sphere. First of all, to follow us on Twitter and you'd know. <laughs> right, honestly. FRKO podcast on Twitter. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That was nice. But anyway. Little, nice little, <laughs> no, that was a nice little segue. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so I was on I was on like a little just randomly searching on Twitter this morning because I was in bed just on Twitter. And I see this person has a podcast. And she seems like a really cool person and everything. And then I figure out that she has a podcast which is hosted by her. She talks about Chicago Bears stuff. And I was just like, oh, shit. And it's also on iTunes. So I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So I won't even so I won't even sit here and bullshit you right now. Like, here I was thinking, in a podcast sense and in a professional sense and in a, hey, you seem cool, we should talk sometime sense. <laughs> <laughs> this was, like, the, probably the most professional, like, is it possible to shoot your shot in a professional way? Because I think I did it as far as a podcast yeah. sense. Because I was just like, yo. Yeah. I literally just threw her in the – like, no prior conversation. I just threw her in this thing. I was just like, yo, Kyle, found found the fellow Bears fan. Let's do this shit. And then she responds and then follows and then follows uh, me back. I was just like, there it is. We're doing <laughs> this shit. We're going to do it. We're going to do the show. So, eventually, first off, six minutes into the show. Hi, Caitlin. Two, thank you for not thinking I'm weird yet. And three. I mean, we are weird. But. I mean, we, yeah. Um, yeah. Who isn't? Uh, but three, most importantly three, we're going to get her on the show. Yes. And it's going to be fun. It'll be very I, I think fun. It'll be, I think it'll be very fun. Yeah. I always love getting double teamed on sports talk. Easy. Yeah, I threw in that last part there. Yep. Also, you have a strand of hair just, like, sticking out on, like, the On my side. beard. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. There you go. All right, cool. Yeah, so that'll happen eventually. She's a Bear fan. Connor's a Bear fan. You are not. I'm not, so that should be fun. I get to tell two people that they're losing to New Orleans in the playoffs. <laughs> Hence what you actually said on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, anyway, before we do the NFL recap, follow us on Twitter. Link's in the description. At FRKO Podcast. At Olsen 2K18. At Connor underscore six. Do it. Seven. 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 <laughs> I'm thinking TikTok. Seven. Connor um, underscore seven. And also subscribe to us 
on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Give us a review, all that fun stuff. Thank you. Much appreciated. Now, Saturday football. Mm -hmm. Saturday football. Saturday NFL. We had Houston at New York. It was actually a good game. It was weird. <laughs> we Everyone, well, most people kind of thought Houston was just going to dominate, but, you know, then New York actually came in, made it a game. Houston won 29-22. It was a fun game. DeAndre Hopkins had himself a day, 170 yards. Uh, but, yeah, what, what I still see out of this Houston team and what probably will be their detriment in the playoffs is that offensive line mm -hmm. because New York had – I think six sacks and it was the first time they had ever gotten five sacks in a game in like five years for the New York Jets like that's and that's not good for a nine and four Houston team you know for a team ten, that looks ten and four red hot for a while exactly so I don't know uh so that's gonna be an issue that's gonna be something to look for but if Watson can still you know be his athletic self get outside of the pocket make plays they should be okay. I saw Lamar Miller go down. I don't remember if he came back. I don't think he did. So that might be an issue too. Without their without their running back. And this isn't my computer's being weird. But anyway, yeah, Houston had a good you know, they still pulled it out. They can still win the games. So, it was actually oh, that's right. It was a comeback win. <laughs> they actually felt they were down at one point to the Jets. Yeah, so. it was they had the it was a touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins that pretty much sealed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it was a good game. I got to watch, you know, being Saturday football and me working on Saturday. I got to watch it work. So, it was a good game. Houston needs to work on that offensive line. Their defense looks pretty good. Uh, You know, I mean, they allowed 22 points from the Jets, but Sam Darnold is good. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Cleveland at Denver. 17 to 16 Cleveland pulled it out and they're Cleveland still, alive, is still alive did you hear how they have to get in now? yeah yeah I did <laughs> so you're telling me there's, there's a chance. fucking chance I uh, now I don't remember the exact teams but Cleveland needs to win their next two <sighs> I like I said I don't remember the teams one team needs to lose one team needs to lose two t two games and then Oh, no, 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 I remember. So, one team needs to lose two games. Another team needs to lose in week 16. And then those two teams play each other week 17, and they need to tie for Cleveland to get in. We're cheering for a tie for Cleveland to get in. All right, so here we go. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got You got this, it? I got okay. the scenario. All right, so. The Cleveland Browns can win the AFC North. If I thought they were out of the north. Nope, still in. When is that from? Saturday. Or two days ago. Unless they're like officially eliminated from North Convention. I think they're out of the north. Are they out of North That Convention? might be dated as of yesterday. <laughs> well, all right. I saw something on for on pardon my take. They they had a little clip. And if it wasn't a video clip, then I would play it right now, but or then I would find it and but you it's not gonna happen <laughs> is what it basically comes down to. Uh, All right, here we go. 12 hours ago. Okay, there we go. Here's the Browns' wild, unlikely, last-ditch chance to make the postseason, it literally says in the headline. All right. Number one, win their games. Yep. Number two, the Ravens lose to the Chargers. Yep. Possible. Very possible. Number three, the Dolphins lose 
one game. They need to lose week 16. Yep. They they need Miami to lose either at home to Jacksonville or lose in Buffalo week 17. Right. Number four, the Colts and the Titans lose in week 16. Right. That's what it was. And then the Colts. Because the Colts the- host the Giants and the Titans host the Redskins. Right. So that's unlikely. So those two teams need to lose week 16 next week. And then those two teams play week 17. Right. And they and, need to tie. Right. And they have to tie in week 17, <laughs> the Colts and the Titans. Can you imagine <laughs> if those two teams actually tied and everything else happens, how fucking incredible that would be? I would lose my shit. <laughs> I would be so ecstatic. Oh, <laughs> my God. I would, I would just – I would buy that Baker Mayfield jersey and send it to as – pricey of expedited shipping as i possibly can yep like i wouldn't waste a single second that sucker's (sighs) getting here that would be amazing i mean it won't happen but let's be uh denver got eliminated yep good (laughs) are we gonna get a part three of uv tom in the in the case of probably case keenum while i'm here me and tom will probably record something we can talk when we actually have time yeah that'll probably happen so look out for that uh, moving into the Sunday games, Arizona at Atlanta. Atlanta won this game, and they should have. Uh, early in the game, Arizona, it, you know, it was kind of close. But, you know, Atlanta pulled pulled ahead and won 40-14. Uh, to 14. Yeah, this is what should have happened. Rosen had the two picks, only 132 yards. He he just needs help. You know, that whole, that whole Cardinals team, they just need to – they need to rebuild, and that's looking what they're doing. It looked their their odds on favorite to have the number one pick. The so, it, do you think if they get the number one pick, do you think they go Bosa, or do you think they go with someone else? That's a tough. That's a tough one. I think they definitely don't need quarterback. No, <laughs> I think you go Bosa. Yeah, I think you go Bosa for sure. Bosa and Chandler Jones on the ends would be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. Uh. Yeah, in Atlanta, I don't know what Atlanta needs to do. They just need to stay healthy next year. That's uh, I think that's they, legitimately it. I honestly I, think that's the only thing that needs to happen is they need although, to stay healthy. I think they should bulk up that defense. As much as, you know, as much as good as they would be if they would have stayed healthy, I think if I think they should still bulk up the defense. I think their offense is okay mm-hmm. if Freeman stays healthy. Even without Freeman, their offense is okay. I but I think they need to figure something out scheme wise, and they need to help out that defense a little bit. But I think they need just—I think they just need depth. Yeah, that, exactly. they need a lot of depth if they're gonna De- do all that. Detroit at Buffalo, one of the odd upsets that I actually picked. Buffalo won fourteen to thirteen. Do we really? Is this does this really count as an upset? Yeah. Does it? I think. I don't know. I mean, both teams were kind of ass. Uh, they're both four and or they're both five and nine now. So that means Detroit was five and eight, and Buffalo was four and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. So I if mean, we're going, if we're going by that, then I think it's an upset. All right, fair. Uh, but anyway, uh, what was it? Josh Allen, I believe, had oh he had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Hmm. He continues to run everywhere, which is great. I t- I'm telling people, Josh Allen's a really good fit in Buffalo. He doesn't fit many other places. But he's, you know, Buffalo is probably one of the perfect landing spots for him. Mm-hmm. So it, I think that's going to work out well. Again, they need an offensive line. I think they just need to re- revamp everything. They need more. They need new receivers. That's for sure. <laughs> they cut two of them last week. Right. 
and their defense is okay, but they need a, they, it's their defense is getting a little older. They have uh, Shaq Thompson. Yes, is their rookie Thompson, this year? Yep. Uh, Micah Hyde still going to be good for them, but you know their D line is getting pretty old, so they do need to look at that. But because Kyle Williams is like thirty five, I think right now, something like that, he's getting up there. But I don't know. Buffalo needs to again. They they're another team that kind of needs to revamp. And if Detroit, they were to somehow get the number one pick, I would say send it all the way for Bosa. I don't know what Detroit needs to do. They need to get players that go along with Patricia uh, Matt Patricia's Defense. scheme. Yeah. yeah. They need, to, they need to get a lot of scheme-fit players. I agree. Whether it's draft, whether it's free agency, they need to focus on that scheme. They also need a consistent running back. Agreed. They've they've had, like, three. Like, they've had three running backs who, like, have one good game, two good games, and then they're inconsistent. Like, you know, Theo Riddick. They need a uh, bell cow, yeah. Zeke Zaner and uh, – or Zaner. Carry on Johnson, you know. Who carry on looked decent for They've them. They've been that way for the past couple of years, exactly. though, I feel like. I think if they can find a good guy in the draft, that'd be good for them. All right. Let's talk about it. Green Bay at Chicago. What do you have to say? What do you want to say? Go ahead. The floor is yours. Do you want to talk about Shaq West, how he went all the way in? <clears throat> I like how. I like how. Uh, like his mentioned it yesterday. Uh, all right. So, well, yesterday, yesterday for you guys, or two days ago for us, yesterday for you, for y'all, or the, whenever you release this episode. All right. <coughs> <coughs> actually, that last one. There's actually something that's lodged in the back of my throat. I won't even lie. All right. I'm not even gonna talk about the game real quick. I'm. I'm going. I'm going to do something. That I have waited ten long, agonizing years ten. to do. Eight years. Eight years. I've waited t- eight long, agonizing years to do, whether it was here in Wisconsin, or whether it was back at home in Illinois. I am. I am going to do something that I have waited almost a decade to do. Ah! <laughs> You blew it! You couldn't even beat us! You couldn't even beat us at a place it's technically a second home field! How? How? How do you fuck this one up? You have Aaron freaking Rodgers! And in, for fuck's sake, I've had people fucking text me that it was blaming the fucking kicker! How do you blow this? Good lord! How desperate do you have to be? <laughs> ah, it feels so good! Whoo! It feels good to be king. All right. Anyways, back to the game. I've waited eight years to do that. Anyways, back now back to the game. Um, honestly, I'm very proud of Mitch Trubisky because that was this was such a good bounce back game for him. After, I mean, you, I mean, you, you, we mentioned it the last episode uh, when we were talking about football. I was vocally upset about about Trubisky in that Rams game. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I'm very happy for uh, for Trubisky. He had a really good bounce back game. I don't know why it's taken to the end of the season, but Nagy's finally figured out something good. And I don't know why it des- definitely took him since the, uh, af- after the Rams game. I don't know why it took him that long. But he's finally finding something out where he's able to use that thunder and lightning combo that I really mm-hmm. wanted him to use since week one in the form of Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard. Because when you get both effectively going in that offense, I think that causes more trouble than just 
throwing Tariq Cohen out there and hoping he becomes the next Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. or anything because then just because then offense defenses rather know to key on him and force Trubisky to beat you downfield. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. The defense is. I've honestly just ran out of words to talk about this defense. Um, now, granted, still, there is a few injuries on the Packers' offensive line, especially the right side, a very... God, mat- Jason Spriggs is terrible. You know, and uh, there, you know, there's a few times in the secondary where we left a couple significant pockets open for wide receivers, but my God, man, I mean, this, this defense can, can compete with anyone. They can compete with anyone in the league right now. You know, they they took it to they took it to St. Louis. They picked Jared Goff off LA. Right. They took <laughs> they picked him off <clears throat> what, four times? Picked him off four times. Mm-hmm. Uh they gave Rodgers hell in the pocket. And the thing that I wanted to see how they were going to do is if they were going to overplay because they they knew that they blew that lead in the first week. And my the thing I was looking for was, are they going to try to overcommit too much? Are they going to press? Because they're like, no, we can't let that happen again. Not on our home field. Not against the Packers. Not with a division on the line. And they didn't. They just stuck to the same Chicago Bears defense that has made them so damn good this year. So, I mean, it was a, it was a great team performance. I mean, there's still things that need to be improved, obviously. Like I mentioned, the defense needs to not allow those wide-open receivers. I still think there still needs to be some kinks worked out with trying to utilize both uh, Howard and Cohen. Trubisky obviously still has room to grow, but God, I'm so fucking proud of this team. Like, the only reason why I was laughing earlier was because I freaking waited eight years to do that, but as far as, like, the, as far as, like, this actual year, like, I, it's not even so much that I have anything negative to say about the Packers. I'm just so fucking proud of this Bears team. Mm-hmm. I am really fucking proud. Seeing that I went on the show in the beginning of the season, I was like, nope, we're a third-place team at best. Maybe we'll compete for the wild, for the wild card if we play our cards right. Mm-hmm. And that was even before the Khalil Mack trade. And then when we got him, I was like, eh, we're a second-place team at best. Mm-hmm. At absolute best. This well, we also didn't think Minnesota was going to be this bad. Neither, you know, no, not at all. But my goodness, man, I'm so fucking proud of this team. I am so excited to see what they do going forward. I am kind of curious to know uh, the, the state of everything on the opposite side of the field, though, for the Packers. Injuries. Oh, my goodness. You guys have just been doomed with that all we season. We had two offensive linemen missing. Our entire starting defensive line was gone. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, we need to we need to beef up the secondary. We say that every year, and they did it this year. Alexander got too jumpy in the secondary, I thought, this I game. I agree. Because he, he tried to jump and try to get ahead in some I passes, agree. which I – appreciate More, which i like it wasn't just alexander a couple people did it right but uh, he but he was right away the like the the, the uh, guilty party in the beginning of the game i think with that i think trubisky trubisky throws harder than most quarterbacks as in on those short passes he fucking rifles it in there into mm-hmm. tight windows yep um so i think I think with that, maybe that they, they were the ball was coming in faster than they were expecting, so okay. they thought they had a play on it. And they didn't. Right. I don't know. That's just kind of my thought on it. But yes, they got jumpy. No, we we need to. Injuries hurt us. They hurt us every year. Aaron just had a bad year. Like that's, Aaron had a bad year. Look at look at the statistics. Aaron has had 
a terrible year as far for, as far scale as scale of one to ten. How much did that injury week one play a factor in this? I don't think much. You don't think you don't think no. much? Okay. Because like he proved that he could still play with it. Like he, mm-hmm. there were a lot of moments where he was still playing through the injury. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, he was just missing a lot of guys, and and that's fine. Do you and think it's, it's all... because he doesn't have that camaraderie like he had the last few years? Maybe. Because I mean, he had Jordy, he had Nelson, he yeah. had Devontae. I could see that being and a young core. I was gonna say it's a very young core. The and only the f- first year with Jimmy. Right. I was gonna say yeah, exactly. First year was mm-hmm. Jimmy. He only had Devontae and Cobb, and then the rest rookies. And they had to go all the way up until Whitewater Jesus because yeah. he literally looks, looks like, like Jesus. Jesus. Jay Kumaro, people. Yeah. Um, but it's also weird to say that Aaron had a bad year. Yeah, and that's, he's had that's, two. Uh, that was weird when I when all of us were talking about it the other day. He had two interceptions all season. He's he's still good. He he just he had yeah, an but, off year. He yeah. had an off year. We had bad offensive play calling for fourteen games of the year. Agreed. And you guys got banged up bad. Yeah, and, and like, that's on both sides injuries. of the ball. Injuries most of the year. So you guys got, you guys were snake bitten with injuries <clears throat> this year. And this GM has figured it out already, and he's already started to do something. And this is his first whole year. But Aaron can't do everything, and we need to put a team around him. And we started to do that, and we're going to continue it over the off season. I'm not gonna sit here and start thinking that that. that that we run the North now because I know that with a full offseason, it's the Vikings are going to come hard, the Packers mm-hmm. are going to come hard, and I don't think the Bears are going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So remember that prediction I made that within it within the the year after this one, it would be the best division in football? Yeah. That looks like it's about to come to fruition. It could be next year. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it was. You guys clinched the North. We got, yeah, we got, we got, got the North. Eliminated. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings are only in wild card wise, right? Or can only get the wild card, right? Uh, Cincinnati hosting Oakland. Since he actually pulled it out, <laughs> somehow. Jeff, thirty to fucking 16. Driscoll. <laughs> I honestly don't even know how this happened. I didn't watch. I didn't watch this game. I didn't see the highlights. Driscoll, hundred and thirty yards, a touchdown, and an interception. But, but. Mixon had one hundred twenty nine yards and a and two touchdowns. So that's it. Running game. The cool. Yeah. Dallas at Indianapolis. Dallas got shot up this I've, week. I've never been so happy to get a pick wrong. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean me too. I almost picked the Colts too. I was a little upset. But uh yeah, no, this is weird. Uh I don't even know. Dallas got shut out twenty three nothing. Who would have thought? The nation got real quiet. Who would have thought that the Colts would have done it? But the Colts have came in hot too. Weird. Zeke only had eighty-seven yards. <laughs> Dak had no touchdowns in the pit. <laughs> it's almost like my theory on Zeke being good equals Dak being good. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I wonder if that's been proven true. Oh, yep. This week, anyway. <laughs> No, Indy's looking good. Yeah. Uh, they're going to need a wild card, though, with Houston being as hot as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, And Jeez. Dallas still leads the East. But it got very interesting with the other results that we're going to get into. Yeah. Uh, Miami at Minnesota. Minnesota blew them out of the water. 41-17. to 17. <laughs> Also, was it you that told me this stat about Kirk Cousins? Kirk Kurt- Kirk Cousins has more pick sixes this season than no, Aaron Rodgers does not. in his career. I, I don't think I was. I think it was either Kiz or someone else who told you. <laughs> someone said that, and that's amazing. <laughs> I hate Kirk Cousins. Oh, it's so great. I love it. 
Uh, yeah, because he had another pick six in this game. Yeah, I, not much to talk about. Minnesota's fighting for the wild card, so we'll see how that goes. Miami Thank- is out of it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Thank Probably. you, Dalvin Cook, for finally showing up. Not that it really saved me much in the Hawk Talk League, but right. thank you for finally showing. Tennessee at the Giants. Remember, Another shutout. Tell me you saw them do the Remember the Titans dance. I did not. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, but this game, I guess Tennessee's still in playoff contention. I'm pretty sure they're still in, yeah. Probably barely. They'd have to fight. But they, yeah, they're in the but hunt. They're but in the hunt, but they'd pro- they're probably one of those teams that need a lot to go their way not as much as cleveland but yeah uh derrick henry 170 yards he's starting to come out of his shell i feel bad for anyone that keeps benching him now i agree uh god the redskins beat the jaguars 16 13 how how have we come to this you want to know something enlighten me in the last three weeks the jaguars have not scored an offensive touchdown it's almost like they're, I don't know, missing their, missing their leader. What tw- you got that from a tweet? I can't yeah, remember. Big cat. Okay. Yeah. It's almost like Blake Bortles was scoring touchdowns. Just oh, saying. Funny how that works. <sighs> they're gonna cut him. I was gonna say. So, do you think that's proof enough that they give him one more year, or are they looking QB? They're looking QB. They're pretty. They're, I think they're pretty adamant on moving on from him. So whatever, I don't I don't know. Beef up a little bit of the defense. They got rid of Barry Church because he lost his starting spot. So that's fine. Probably opens up some cap cap space for the quarterback position. Yeah, and hopefully wide receiver. Wide receiver. Too. Oh my goodness. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay at Baltimore. Tampa Bay made it a game, but Baltimore won twenty to twelve. Yeah. Not too much to talk about on this one. I mean, I mean, Baltimore is also in playoff contention. They kind of control their own destiny. Yeah. I think if they win out, they just – I think they're in. Uh, they'd end up – I they, think there's a chance that they could also win their division as well. Well, Pittsburgh – oh, yeah, I suppose. I could see that. Pittsburgh would have to lose out. If yeah. I'm, yeah. But, yeah. Cause, oh, yeah, because they have the tie, I suppose. But, yeah. Uh, other than that, Tampa Bay – I have t- – Tampa Bay needs a new fucking team. That's what they need. Ooh, Seattle at San Francisco. They called me crazy, Connor. They called me crazy. Go they ahead. said, "Go ahead, have your moment." They said, "Ko, don't do it. It's not worth it." They, as in Tyler Joe, but you're not gonna like, bounce back with one game. They, as in Tyler Joe, but I just want to specify this for people. Well, and Cal was looking at me too. Okay, but it was Tyler who was the most vocal right. out of them all. Okay, so they, yeah, let's it go. It was they. both of them. Yeah, let's go they. <laughs> they said you're not gonna bounce back with just this one game, and you know what? They were right. I'm not <laughs> bouncing back, but I still got this pick right, and they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I was so happy. You you saw me when fucking oh, oh I did. We were sitting at TLC. Fucking Papa G comes Papa in. Like, G. He's like, oh yeah, Niners beat, Niners beat the Seahawks. I and fucking you fucking jumped out of my seat. <laughs> I was like, let's go! I thought you were gonna fucking kick that damn coffee table over. I was so pumped. I got I was, scared. That was fun. Cause I literally just got off the phone with my fucking grandma. <gasps> come upstairs and then you just fucking scream bloody murder. I never I never talked to Chad about that one. Hold on, we'll do this live on the podcast. I'm gonna send him a Snapchat. Oh dear. 
hey, Chad, uh, I'm doing the podcast right now talking about the Seattle game, interestingly <laughs> enough. And, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, Seattle lost to San Francisco? Nick Mullins? 26-23 in he's overtime. Do, he's doing this on live on oh, the podcast, guys. That's sad. I'm sorry, dude. That sucks for you. You're such a fucking well, I'm really petty. I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, that care. is petty. That's okay. That Chad deserves it. <laughs> um, uh, damn. Sent. Anyway. I guarantee you he's probably just like, I, damn, I'm surprised I've heard nothing from him yet. I've made it two days. For real. Uh, San Fran needs more defensive help. And a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. And a healthy, obviously, a healthy Jimmy G. But, yeah, that's, that's basically all they need. Their offense is fine. I think George Kittle with Jimmy G is going to be good. Uh, whether they stick with McKinnon when he gets healthy or Beretta, you know, I think they can be good at running back or they could go find someone else. It won't matter. Wide receiver, they, I think they could do with an, another young guy too. Uh, they got Pettis and I think they still have Garcon, I think. I don't know, but it, yeah, I think their offense will be okay. Uh, they just need to work on their defense and get Jimmy G healthy. New England at Pittsburgh, AFC football, AFC North football at its best, 17 to 10. Uh, apparently, the New England fans are complaining about the refs. When, when, answer me this, when is there ever a Pittsburgh New England game where there isn't any complaint, any complaining about the refs? From which, from which side? E any side, the losing side. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Whoever loses in these games are like, well, the refs were shit. New England cheated. Pittsburgh, fuck you. Like, these teams, I love this rivalry. Like, it's honestly great. But, yeah, Jalen Samuels coming off the – oh, fuck you for Jalen Samuels. <laughs> I just remembered that you picked him up. He's the fucking reason. Ah, uh, yes. Fuck you. Uh <laughs> Yeah, he came on and had a 142-yard game. and Yeah, so Pittsburgh won it out. They had that. I still haven't seen the pick. Apparently, there was an incredible pick in the end zone by Pittsburgh. I need to see this because apparently it was apparently it was like one of the best catches of the year. I'm in. I'm watching. Yeah. Ow. I need to see this. Almost Eddie Jackson's well, let's, my let's ankle. Let's try to find this here. There's Joe Hayden. Santonio Holmes corner of the end zone, basically, is what we're seeing here. We're going to watch this live. Santonio Holmes. Remember Santonio Holmes Super Bowl against the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Apparently. That's what it just looked like there. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Ready? All right. All right. All right I'm ready. Live. Re uh, fucking ad by someone that I don't want to say. Cause all right. Let's go to right, this. Second and goal. Second and goal. Seven, uh, From the fucking 11. What the fuck was he thinking going? Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. What? He on did the, not get a foot down. On the four-yard line. Did he get a... What? He got oh, both feet no. Joe Hayden won an animal. Oh, my God. First of all, what the fuck was Brady thinking on that throw? <laughs> also, Gronkowski's arm brace is falling off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm also convinced that that's a knee brace, and his arms are too, just too oh, big. Oh, yeah, same. Um, Can we please... That was amazing. Talk about what the fuck was Brady thinking? He was throwing it up it was late that was late in the game i think that was third quarter fourth quarter yeah but it was yeah think, it was like honestly it was I, like seven minutes to go and second down just get it out it looks like he was trying to throw it out of bounds and, and he, he probably back. Just, he was yeah getting, he was pressure yeah. in the face that's what it looked i like didn't to me. think about that but anyway uh pittsburgh pittsburgh's looking at the one seed no how i don't think so no Hold on, never that's mind. impossible no, no 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 they're eight and five so they're looking three they're at the three right now i think yep so inconsistent, though. 
I know. They're so into it. They're either hot or good. They're either hot or terrible. All right, know. update. James Conner, is he coming? Uh, do you know any, anything on him? He was possible week? for this week, so I believe he's playing next week. Okay. I thought I, he was doubtful for this week. Uh, apparently, there was a chance. Oh, all so right. I would, I would assume then, given another seven days, I think he'll play next week. That's just me. I literally heard nothing. And then we had Sunday Night Football, Philadelphia at L.A., 30-23 to 23 Philadelphia. Big Dick Nick. My man. My man. I actually hate him. <laughs> really? I love I him. I don't like him. I love him. I I mean, he came in and he I did mean, it. To see, be fair. I'm just mad I didn't jump on the chance after the Super Bowl and buy that Big Dick Nick t-shirt. <laughs> I really wanted it. I'm sure it'll come back. Oh, I, I'm buying it regardless, even if it doesn't. He had one interception, no touchdowns. Wendell Smallwood had 48 yards and two touchdowns. Todd Gurley only had 48 yards and two touchdowns, which would have been nice to get one more or a couple more yards there, Gurley. But, yeah, I I mean, Philly's defense is stepping up again. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. They're what? only a game behind Why Dallas. is it that when I want to give up on them, they make me breathe new – they make me want to give more hope into them? Well, now I this was is so patient with them all fucking season. Yeah, and now this is interesting because when Alex Smith went down, we talked about who was going to win the East. You said Philly, and yep. I said Dallas. Yep. I still feel pretty confident, but after that loss to Indy, could be interesting. And I'm pretty much the exact Big, opposite. I wasn't confident, mm-hmm. but with this. And now Big Dick Nick, you know, who knows? We'll see. They have a, they have a decent schedule going ahead, so we'll see what happens. I like how we just don't even say his last name. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. <laughs> big dick name. I think everyone knows. Yeah, every, knows. yeah, I'm, I'm sure too. The but. Nick with a big dick. <laughs> N- I'm not confirming that he has that. <laughs> it's just what I've heard through the grapevine. <laughs> Eric Reed to get his seventh drug test of the season. Panther safety calls out NFL after being summoned for seventh random, quote, random <laughs> drug test of the year. What do you think about that? <laughs> so fucking bullshit. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, first of, first of all, they they, they tried to blackmail him for, or blackball him from the league. Yep. Didn't work. And then, is this the same read that we're talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, didn't work. And then they tried to randomly drug test him because he's, you know, he even when he was a free good. agency – or when he was a free agency and no one picked him up, he was still, <gasps> believe it or not, one of the best safeties in the league. Wow. It's kind of funny how we forget because they didn't do the thing that you wanted them to do. The Panthers signed him to a one-year deal? Yes. We'll take him in Green Bay. Uh, anyway, let's talk about this game. New Orleans at Carolina. Carolina's defense looked good. Holding New Orleans to 12 points. Yeah, they did. Including a pick two. <laughs> That's weird to say. Right? Interception on the two-point conversion, run back for two points. But Cam Newton looked awful. Cam he only Newton, got me four points in fantasy this week. Cam Newton, and and the, I think it was Jason Witten who pointed this out, he he throws the majority of his power from his throws comes from, his comes from the upper body. Yeah, I'm saying the torque comes from the, the upper body. The torque, yeah, from, yeah and – it it looks awkward, especially when he tries to throw short passes. It like, like when he tries to sh- throw like a a zinger into a tough space, you know, ten yards down the field or five yards down the field. 
it looks so awkward. It looks like he's about to throw a ball 50 yards down the field, and it looks like he's looking up, and then he just zings it forward. It like straightforward. It's super awkward. I'm not surprised that those throws are inconsistent. I, I he can't be an elite quarterback with that. Like the, there's just no way. It, he's not gonna he's not gonna be a consistent quarterback with that throwing motion. I can't believe I've never noticed this before. Also, with this loss, Carolina drops to six and eight. So this officially means. Here we go. That Carolina cannot have a winning season. Therefore, I fucking called it. Anyway. That felt good. They never have back-to-back. I'm sorry. They never have back-to-back winning seasons. Ever. With Cam Newton. Because he's inconsistent. Well, the numbers don't lie now. Meanwhile, New Orleans has two losses on the year, and they're looking at the one seed. Now, LA has four now three mm-hmm. they have three so it's still possible that new orleans could cough one up against atlanta and carolina i mean it's still very right. possible i just know that with the Rams losing that the door opened up for the bears to potentially even get a first round bye. but they would need to win out and get some help along yeah, the way too and yeah la or new orleans would have to lose a couple so it'd be interesting mm-hmm. be very interesting to see how the these the last two is. weeks just got fun yeah and we will both be able to talk about them with other people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving on from football to professional wrestling. Because yesterday we had tables, ladders, and chairs. And this is the point where if you're only here for football, please fast forward to the time to the time point that will be provided to you in the description. Most likely. Unless Kyle forgets to do it. Then in that case, take your best shot. Just go to about... Two minutes left in the podcast. What he said. It's usually about how our our outros go. Anyway. Pre-show. Let's start right there. Buddy Murphy defending his uh, cruiserweight championship against Cedric Alexander. Nice little 10-minute match. About what you expect from the cruiserweights. Cool. Buddy Murphy retained. Right decision. Cedric's had his time, especially. I mean, he had his time this year. So, uh, Buff, Buddy was the right decision there, and it was a good little match. I, I liked the near falls that they had. Uh, they did the spot where Cedric hit the lumbar check, mm-hmm. and Buddy didn't land close enough to the ropes because what the spot was supposed to be was a pinfall. Buddy gets his foot on the rope, so he had to roll to the ropes. So that looks a little off, so you know people need to work on that. Because I, I have noticed they do that spot a lot in the WWE where they roll to the ring or to the ropes. I think they need to work on that because if they land there, then it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. But that's just nitpicking. Uh, no, decent match. You know, cruiserweights are always decent. I had a random ass call from one of my friends oh, from right. back at home, so I missed like a good Fair chunk of that. So I, w- I watched like some. I was able to watch some of it from like Kiz's room, like because right. you know from a certain angle you're able to watch some of it. But right. I didn't. I wanted to give this match my full attention, but I was on the phone. So then we had the match with the ever. Ever-changing rules. That was finally established oh, right before the match. Literally right before the match. So, it was Elias versus Bobby Lashley. The in a almighty. Match. The almighty. Mommy! Uh, with a Bobby <laughs> Lashley. 24-year-old piece of gold. That's what he called himself. Mm. Uh, ladder match with a guitar sp- uh, suspended above the ring. And apparently, whoever retrieves it first wins. Like a normal ladder match. 
But that's not how it was booked beforehand on Raw. It was booked as a pinfall match, and then it was booked as whoever uses the weapon first. They just never made up their mind. But whoever got it first won. Elias got got the guitar and won the match, but then Bobby took the guitar from him and hit him with it and stood tall at the end. So no one gets over. Yay! Yay! Feud continues. Uh, then we go on to the actual main card, and we had the Fabulous Truth defeating Mahalisha to win the Mixed Match Challenge. Now, I see the look on your face, <laughs> but you can't tell me that you don't enjoy our truth and Carmella. I don't care about the match. It's not the match that I have a problem with about who won and who lost. I actually really, enjoy- I actually was really happy they won. Exactly. That's not that's not where my problem lies. Why the fuck was this not on the pre-show? Because they they had a deal with Facebook and this match had to happen on the show. They had they've had pre-shows go live on Facebook before. Just throw just, just throw know, this man. on the pre-show because they changed the entire graphic everywhere. They changed the lighting of the stadium. It was it was this was a pre-show match. It was the final to a three-month long tournament. Good for them. Throw it on the pre-show. 205 Live, 205 Live had a long-ass fucking also, tournament for the Cruiserweight title. Where'd they throw that at Mania? This, Pre-show. This was a good opening match because it's R-Truth and Carmella. You get them out there, get the crowd hyped. They were very hyped for the song. They loved the dance break. It was a good opening match. They were a good opening act. I would have much rather had a lot had Elias and Lashley have that time slot. What? Give them... With better time, because cause they're the freaking... No, the Elias match was longer, wasn't it? It was longer, was and it, it was a terrible match. No, I would much rather prefer I, this match than the I, Elias match. As much as I enjoyed the mixed match tag ma- match, Ooh. I do not think that was main now, card material. We're going to get some good stuff out of this, though. I hope. Because... Not only are they both number 30 in the Royal Rumbles, and el- everyone who talks about wrestling is saying that R-Truth is probably going to come out in the number 30 spot for the women. So, that means we'll get a surprise in the men's, which is good. Great. I love it. Did you hear? Because I didn't hear this. I heard it when Wait, I was Wait, so is it like a reviews. foregone conclusion? Truth is just going to show up in the it's not women? A f- no, but that's what everyone is speculating. Even Dave Meltzer was like, yeah, I can see that happening. Now, so would they still make Truth and Carmella a team after that? Or? Probably. They'll probably stay together for a while. They're a good act. I like them. Now, the other stipulation for this tournament, winners also got a paid vacation. To go wherever they want in the world. Did you hear where they picked? Um, no. So, where, where did, did they announce it on the show? Apparently. So I missed this. I missed it too. I didn't hear anything. So apparently, they ran this whole thing where... Apparently, you had to submit where you wanted to go before the match. Carmella didn't know this, so she didn't submit anything. R-Truth submitted his place, and it was revealed that R-Truth picked for his vacation, where he could pick anywhere in the world, R-Truth picked Stamford, Connecticut. (laughs) They're taking a vacation to to WWE WWE headquarters. (laughs) I cannot wait for the freaking... Comedy skits that we are going to get with R Truth and Carmella at WWE headquarters. <laughs> I am so freaking excited for this. Why is it that we came to this and yet WWE might have stumbled on the dumbest but the most entertaining thing that it has right now? I am in love with this idea right now. No, I I enjoy it, but it's just funny how like they this has made up for the entire mix match challenge 
thing. Because yeah. when was it going to be a real thing? Never. There was 18,000 people watching it at most every week. That's it. Hmm. So this is great. I can't wait. Hopefully they do do skits. Uh, then we had the triple threat tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, didn't become a Fatal 4-Way or a TLC like we called, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, good little match. It, it I enjoyed went, it. It only went 12 minutes, but uh, it, was, it was a good, it was a fun match. A lot of a lot of good spots. Usos did a super uh, super kick party. Mm -hmm. uh, New Day didn't do too much in this match. I think Xavier actually uh, took the pin. Yeah, I think I think Sheamus took a or hit a bro kick on Xavier. I think is what happened. Uh, but yeah, the bar retain. Cool. I, I yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're not getting much out of me on this. Apparently, one. I picked that. You picked that in the video, but then I changed it when we got to Sunday. That that makes sense because you were just like it's they need to yeah I remember because I remember you were saying here you're just like they need to do s something with the bar yeah because it would like, be their first win yeah. minus Big Show and then I was like not nah, fucking Usos <laughs> Jesus uh I looked I looked at the picks for the video yeah I would have had ten points oh wow I would have tied Tom for the title oh wow so how would that work? We would have done a challenge to win. Oh, okay. And I'm very upset with myself. By the way, I had I had nine picks right. You had six. Okay. On on on, on the video on okay. the prediction. I don't know what happened to my spreadsheet, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> next we had the TLC match between Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman, and please tell me why. We had a match that decided a future Universal Championship and had the GM spot on Monday Night Raw on the line, and it was the third match on the card. I mean, for the spot that they did with it, it should have been higher up. And by higher up, I mean, like, further towards the end. This would have been a good... because With the angle that they took it, this would have been a good opener. I think so, yeah. But f because of the stipulations and because of the magnitude that they built this feud up with, you would think it would have been towards the you end. You would have of the thought card. that, the, the, and honestly, you uh, realistically, now that I think about it, they should have they should have flipped this match and the Intercontinental Championship match around. This match should have been the buffer in between Styles and Bryan and the women's triple threat. Mm hmm. And then put Rollins and Ambrose on earlier. Like, why not? Because then you also you have two title changes right in a row, which that kind of, you know, I don't know. It's whatever. But anyway, this was a very fun segment. So Baron Corbin comes out. He says, Heath Slater's going to be my referee. So Heath Slater comes out, and he says, all right, do the count out. Let's do the forfeit. Let's not waste any time. He starts counting. Heath Slater gets up to seven. Braun Strowman music's hit, music hits. Strowman comes to the ring in a sling. He grabs a mic. Before he gets in the ring, he says, hey, you know what you forgot to mention? It's a TLC match, which means no disqualification, which means whoever's in the back and feels like they've been wronged by Baron Corbin in the last couple weeks, you could, you know, come out, help me win, and it'd be all perfectly legal. Out comes Apollo Crews. Out comes uh, Root and Gable. Out comes Finn Balor. They all beat up Baron Corbin with a chair. 
Corbin tries to leave towards the ramp. Kurt Angle's music hits. Kurt hits him with a couple chair shots. They're all in the ring beating up Corbin. Um, Rude and Gable get their, did their tag finisher. Finn hit a coup de gras. And then Strowman walked in, put his foot on the put his foot on Baron, yep. and Heath counted the one, two, three for the win. There you go. Braun Strowman wins. He gets a championship match at WrestleMania or at Jesus at Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar. And Baron Corbin is stripped of all power on Monday Night Raw. Good. I, I really enjoyed this fight. I, vi- so much. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was a very good it was a very good way to work it. Mm-hmm. It was a very good it was very smart to make it a TLC match in no DQ because then they could do this angle where the people that were wronged came out and did it. Now, I brought this up to you earlier. I think Seth Rollins should have been out there for it because Seth Rollins had that thing with Baron. And then they, it's revis- nitpicking a little, and then they but revisited it later, yeah. I don't know. I And also, why was, why was Bobby and Drew not out there? I don't know. So the better way, and Brian Alvarez brought this up in Wrestling Observer, the better way to have done this was have Baron come out with Drew and Bobby, have Braun come out and be like, oh, Baron still needs two other guys to beat a one-armed man. But then, as as the heels are going to attack Braun, that's when the baby faces come out mm-hmm. to help him win. It's a big brawl. Baron gets knocked out in the brawl, and braun pins him there that just works a lot more because then it's the heels trying to cheat and the and the baby faces stopping them from cheating instead of the baby faces basically beating up one heel you know so it had its flaws but like you said it was a very fun segment i I had a lot of fun and it was a good way to do it then we had the tables match natalia versus ruby riot this was fun. Uh, for me, it went a little long. It did. It shouldn't have went. Liv took a fucking shot. Liv took a hell of a bump. Oh my Jesus. lord! So like, I legitimately like cringed in my chair because she just took a shot. Ruby and Liv were on the apron. Natalia was going for a spear with a table set up behind them, and Liv pushed Ruby out of the way because if Ruby goes through the table, she loses the match. So Liv took the bump, and she just fucking flew oh off the apron. Goodness. And it was a crazy. It was like a Jeff Hardy spot. Right. See the way Sarah Logan ran over. I like. I like. Obviously, you're like kayfabe and everything. But the way. She, but just at the speed she ran over, I legitimately thought all of them were like the same way that we that we were, where we all were just like, oh right. shit. It looked and then, bad. And like Sarah just ran over there. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Um. And then a little bit later, Natalia put Sarah Logan through a table with the power bomb. Yeah, it was a power bomb. Cool. And then. Ruby brought in the gym table and was like, you know, shoved Natalie's face in it. Was like, your dad. He's ashamed. He's, he's ashamed of you. Blah blah blah. Um, and then Natalia went out of the ring and grabbed a Ruby Riot table. It had Ruby Riot fat head on it, which I. Oh no! You grabbed a ta- You have a table of my dead dad. I'm gonna get a table with you. I don't like it, but, uh, yeah. So then they, uh, Natalia sets up the table. Oh, and she puts on a heart dynasty jacket. Yep. Um, they set up this table. 
um, in the corner, like set up in the corner so that you could do a spot off the rope with it. And they, they do a couple exchanges. Eventually, uh, Ruby goes for a hurricane Rana off the top rope for the table spot. Natalia catches her top rope power bomb through the table. Natalia wins and then puts on another pair of Jim's glasses, which just ultimately proves that the other ones didn't mean anything. But anyway, again, continuity. It's Raw f- has none. It's a feel. It's supposed to be a feel good moment. It's supposed to be, but it, you know, make it within continuity. <laughs> but no, I honestly, this was a good match. If it would have been about, you know, four minutes shorter, if they would have condensed it a little bit and still did all those spots. It would have been a really good match. Uh, and it's still, I, I think it was a decent match. It was one of the better matches that I've seen out of Natalia. Um, and I think Ruby Riot and the other two are fantastic. I, I like the Riot Squad a lot. It's going to be hard to take the Riot Squad seriously after this. Kind of. They yeah. just all got put through tables by one person. So, I don't know. A little damaging, but whatever. Speaking of damaging, hmm. <laughs> oh my. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Really good worked match. These two are the consummate professional wrestlers. These two are not sloppy. They will not miss spots. They do not miss spots. They hit their marks, and they do it to perfection. Now, this was a 12-minute match. Worked very well. Towards the end of the match, after Drew had been dominating for most of the match, Dolph Ziggler comes out while the ref is distracted, hits a super kick on Drew, then grabs a chair and tries to attack Drew. Drew fends off Dolph, grabs the chair, brings it into the ring, wants to use it on Balor. Balor then drop kicks Drew, drop kicks the chair into Drew, which who bounces him off. The apparently, turnbuckle. isn't a DQ. Right, because I looked right over at Dunk. I was like, "How's that not DQ?" And Nate said something in the chat too. And apparently, it's not. Even Alvarez was like, "No, it's not." So I don't know. I don't know where, where the rules stand on that, but apparently it's just not, and that's understood. But uh, yeah, they bounced him off the rope. Balor went up, hit the coup de gras. One, two, three. Drew, in his first singles match on a pay per view since returning, lost. He got screwed. God. That that's how they protected him. He got screwed out of it. But it was just to set up. Well, I I suppose it was to set up. A three-way feud, I guess. I don't know. I didn't. I thought Drew and Dolph were done. Honestly, there's ways to do this without having Drew lose. I but because it, I, honestly, the way but they protected him with Drew interfering. That's well, the what thing. does this do for Finn? Because honestly, in my mind, before I watched Raw tonight, I even with this win for Finn and the loss for Drew, I don't see Drew going down at all, and I don't see Finn going up at all. So what was the point of this? Like to, to f- literally further a feud. I, it's, That's probably going to ultimately see Drew McIntyre come out on top. There's ways to do that without a clean pinfall. Have Dolph do a disqualification. Have Dolph run in while Finn is trying to pin him or something, and have him hit him with a chair or something. Like I, I don't know. I didn't like the clean loss for Drew. Well, not clean, but the clean pin. I didn't like a pin in the middle of the ring for Drew. That just that damages him a lot. In my mind. So, whatever. We'll see what they do with that. Mysterio versus Orton in a chairs match. 
This was god awful. Yeah, it was. And this is what happens when you try to bring twenty two thousand six back to two thousand eighteen. It was too long. It was it was way too long. Randy, Jesus, Randy took his sweet ass time. Randy went stairs. through the motions on this. Oh one. my god! Can we talk about how good Ray looks to be like forty something years old and everything? Yeah, Ray looks fantastic, and, and Randy can put on a good match. That's the frustrating part about this. Now here's the part that Alvarez brought up. When's the last time? What what is the last chairs match that you can remember that was a good match? Good point. <laughs> like, it's just not a good concept. It's just a no DQ match, but you can only use chairs. Mm. It's I don't like it. Just make it extreme rules. I don't like it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to talk about this match. Ray won with the roll up. That that's about it. I I don't want to talk about it. It was bad. Let's move on. Uh, which also a roll up probably means that the feud isn't ending, but. That's fine. Uh, then we had Ronda versus Nia. Which was... Hell of a match. Honestly. Great match. Better than the first one. Because Ronda didn't sell for nine minutes of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say... The first one was good because Ronda's selling is that good. But this time it was just better. You know, it was a very back and forth. Uh, Ronda, Ronda had a beautiful crossbody. Yeah, she did. Off the top rope. Beautiful crossbody. And Nia, to her credit, actually caught her the right way. Made it look good. Uh, no, it, again, Ronda got a good match out of Nia. You got to give her props on that. Like, Ronda was incredible. I also need to point out Ronda's tights. <laughs> I need to point out Ronda's tights. Ronda was wearing red tights with black Wolverine claws on one side. Obvious. Obvious. I don't know if I want to call it a tribute. <laughs> But an obvious reference to Chris Benoit, which is so weird to think that that was allowed on TV. I don't know who cleared that. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, Nia went for the face breaker. Ronda caught, caught it, uh, had her in the arm bar, like was setting up for the arm bar. Kissed, kissed the fist like Nia does. Kissed the face it. breaker. Yep, and then put her in the arm bar and Nia tapped out. Good stuff. I love it. You know I like me around the match. Love it, so. love it, love it. Um, after this match, we had Nia walking backstage, and my favorite part of the night. Oh my goodness! Becky Lynch walks up to Nia and says, "Oh uh, yeah, so remember when you broke my face? Yeah, keep my name out of your mouth." And then just decked her in the face, just poof, oh, oh, it was amazing. Becky's so good. Her the pop was incredible. Uh so then we had Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. I need to watch this match over again. Because I I was I was in a tough mood. I was losing the predictions. I had a very big headache. And I was very tired. So I wasn't in the greatest mood yesterday. Apparently, this match was fucking amazing. It was really, really, really good. Brian Alvarez, or no, Dave Meltzer said that this match could have happened in the Tokyo Dome and it would have been like a main event. Hmm. I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, apparently I need to go back and watch this match. It, got like, them, it was the longest match of the night. I just like how the Tokyo Dome is like the mecca for fucking wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, was the, it was the longest match, 23.55, yeah. and just well worked. Those two told, uh, from what I saw, they, those two told an incredible story throughout the whole match of, you know, going for the legs, 
and just they they told the same story that happened you know the title change where aj goes for the forearm daniel ducks it he almost hits the ref daniel goes for the leg but this time aj blocked the leg it was just great it was great and i love it obviously the right person won it was with a roll-up so it was clean but not decisive which means please let this feud continue if we're going to get these kind of matches out of it please i am totally for this match or this feud continuing for at least one more pay-per-view if we get one more rumble i'm i'm all for it we'll see what happens uh and then we had dean ambrose against seth rollins for the ic belt normal match thought it was a tlc match that's fine i wonder if i had it in my notes as a tlc match but I uh you did. i might have uh now this one sucked <laughs> yeah it shouldn't have but it did holy shit it sucked this was a mm, this is a blood feud and they were locking up and they were doing grapples you two want you two should want to beat the living hell out of each other you should not try to out wrestle each other in a wrestling match especially after you just had daniel bryan versus aj which was a fantastic wrestling match mm-hmm. and i'm sorry but dean ambrose specifically ambrose because rollins with the right pairing maybe could but dean ambrose is not going to compare to a wrestling match with daniel bryan and aj Styles. oh never it's just not gonna happen so why would you try to follow that and why would you give them that 23 minute time it's just bad and apparently the story they told was that towards the end of the match seth just got lost his temper and went too hard I, I didn't it, it didn't really convey to me it it only conveyed through the the commentary telling me and then Dean hit the butterfly DDT for the win the dirty deeds fans chanted Becky and this is boring and yeah it was a bad match it was it was not good Vince was, was supposedly bad. upset about it which mm-hmm. I mean and like I was telling you earlier they killed off a lot of the buzz on this feud midway midway through the build. And they tried to reestablish it in the go home show, but at that point, they were, it was at the point of no return. Yeah. So now they ha- now they have six weeks to build it back up again before Royal Rumble. Some, Presumably is when this reaches its climax. If you do it right, a good match can cover for a bad feud, but if you do this kind of match, it's going to translate from the bad feud. It's just not going to work. So they're going to do a rematch, and it needs to be better. It needs to be better. You're right. Exactly. Well, before the before even the match, the build just needs to be better. They can't just yes. kill off the steam of the build midway through the build. One hundred percent. They have six weeks to get this build right. I also think they should add a stipulation. They probably will. And then we had the main event, which deserved to be the main event, and it lived up to be the main event. Fun fact: ever since the brand split, mm-hmm. this is the first SmackDown main event on a wow. pay per view. Okay. <sighs> anyway a show also this was an interesting point that was was brought to my attention <clears throat> this is the first women's main event that deserved to be the main event that wasn't put on that wasn't like you know the women's royal rumble was the main event of the show because ronda was debuting well, then it was the first of its of its kind ever. Right, but Ronda. Ronda. The Hell in a Cell, first of its kind. 
I can't even think of any others off the top of my head. I could maybe the was the women's the women's money in the bank wasn't the main event. No. I'm trying to think of what else even was, was the main the, event of a pay-per-view. Was it the women's ev- uh, elimination chamber was that its main event? Was it? I don't remember. It was no, a while ago. No, cuz it was Roman. Yeah. So like like the all other main pay-per-view main events that have been women have been for a reason. This one the reason was because it was the best feud and going to be the best match of the night. It does. Mm-hmm. It actually deserved to be the main event. So uh, that honestly, to me, that speaks to Becky as a character and how Oscar is right now too. So I like how you did not mention Charlotte. No, I don't like Charlotte. <laughs> she is one of the better wrestlers and uh, better female wrestlers in the women's division right now. But I don't care for her right now. She's been very sloppy and she continued to be very sloppy in this match. But we had a very good triple threat TLC match. They did a lot of spots, but not too many spots. They didn't do them too quick. They let people, you know, like take. That's the thing I don't like about one-on-one, like ladder matches in general, but TLC matches where like you do a spot and then a guy gets up right away because he has to stop you from getting the title. Mm -hmm. There's not like that recuperation period from taking a huge bump. You know, but you can do that in a triple threat because the other person can get up and do that. So, I like it a lot. It worked very well. There was a couple great spots. Uh, Becky jumping off the ladder uh, into the teal or into the – onto Charlotte on the announcer's table. And literally, <sighs> that did not look good. Apparently, Charlotte is fine. No injuries. She got the wind knocked out of her when it happened. Okay. Uh, but – that looked like I thought it was going to be a, bro- a busted <laughs> rib. That was ridiculous. Full force of Becky going on to, or on to Charlotte. And the table didn't give right away. Mm-mm. The table ended up breaking, but not right away. It, Charlotte took the full brunt of that, and it was that was a hell of a take. Um, And then I'm trying to think of how this all went down. So Becky hit a Bexploder into the – or onto the barricade, but there's a table. That had a table, table leaned up against uh, Leaning up, yep. And I'm pretty sure, uh, didn't Charlotte hit a moonsault? Uh, on yeah. That looked clean yes. as hell, it, too. It looked clean. The two women were out of position. They, yeah. She almost pulled the Shawn Michaels. She almost landed on her face. Oh, great. Yeah. It, yeah. The but moonsault anyway, was, the moonsault the looked moonsault pretty. The moonsault was good. Um, but then we also had Asuka. I think Asuka was beating up. Becky with a kendo stick after yep. the Bexploder. I think that's what happened. And then Asuka's standing by the uh, announcer's area, mm-hmm. and she's celebrating with a kendo stick. She turns around and, and a spear through oh, the, that, I, into ge- the barricade. I geeked so it was fucking hard. a hell hard. of a spear. Yeah. Well, because the barricade, obviously, you know, when Braun Strowman does a, b- a spear into the barricade, when Roman Reigns does it, it's it breaks. It right. just fucking gives. But when these two girls who are a buck fifty five each try to do it, Not it a whole bent lot a little, right. and then it then it gave way. But yeah. honestly, it looked even better. I thought, dude, um, that was like I really yeah, liked that spot. That was a, a great lot. spot. And then Charlotte put Becky on a table, said the man the man always bows down to the queen, and then hit a uh, well, first slapped the shit right. She could God the big the slap to the face, and then uh, a rolling senton off the top rope through the table. Again, Becky took the brunt of that one. Charlotte hit it perfect. Great spot. Um, And then fast forward to the end of the match. Two ladders in the ring. 
Becky, so Oscar and Charlotte were up there. <laughs> Wait on. I know. If, I know exactly what Spider's talking about. I just like it funny how they were showing the one camera angle, right? Where it was just showing like Charlotte and Oscar fighting. Next thing you just see like a, another ladder, just like just pop out out of nowhere. It's like where the fuck? You're just you just start laughing like. Yeah. The fuck is happening? Because I'm just yeah. dying laughing, dying laughing. Because like a random fucking letter. Oh hi, it's Becky. Becky <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was really funny. Um, but the, so yeah, so Becky sets up the second ladder. Charlotte and Oscar are on the top of the ladder. Uh, Charlotte knocks Oscar off of the top of the ladder. Becky goes up, and they start fighting on the second ladder that that Becky set up. Out comes Ronda Rousey. She power walks to the ring. She pushes the ladder over with Becky and Charlotte. They get necked on the ropes, and they're out of it. And then Ronda just leaves. She power walks out. And that leaves the perfect opportunity for Asuka to climb the ladder and pull down the championship. Asuka is your new women's SmackDown women's champion. And my heart was so full. I was very ready to go home at that point. But I was very happy. <laughs> They did this perfectly. This was amazing. Because not only do you give Asuka the championship and some momentum, it makes up for everything else, kind of. <laughs> but this they sets finally, up... They, they rehabbed her. This sets up two feuds going into WrestleMania season. Apparently, the report is that they're going... What, which I, what, what I've been calling for a while. Ronda versus Charlotte at Rumble. And then... You can do Becky winning the Rumble and facing Ronda at WrestleMania. And mm -hmm. someone pitched also that they could do, you know, uh, at like Elimination Chamber, uh, they could do Becky versus Nia for the right to face Ronda. Like right. Becky could put her Rumble win on the line or whatever. I'm know? trying to find this tweet that I saw the other day sure. that was, that like gave me like my own little oh shit moment. Now, right. Where is it? No, no, it's more. White Sox Machado stuff. Where is it? Come on. Oh, yep, yeah, here it is. So it is tweet. The tweet goes, so Nia's so Nia Jax's shoot punch, yep. and it had like one, two, three, four different bullet points. It was like, so Nia Jax's shoot punch changed the course of wrestling history forever. Yep. Breathed new life into Charlotte. Rehabbed Asuka. Legitimately made a WrestleMania main event. Incredible. Yeah. All because she's a terrible wrestler. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. It... That Nia Jax would have given us one of the best things going into Mania in quite some time. Yeah. And uh, I, like I said, they, they worked this perfectly. So I'm very, very happy that they handled it correctly and... I'm uh I'm very excited. I'm very excited for WWE TV going forward. So, and so they did their job. I'm excited for the road to WrestleMania to start soon. And this was a this was a good pay-per-view. This was good. I at the time I didn't enjoy it, but looking back on it, you know, I, like I said I was not in the best mood. Um but good matches. Some bad booking decisions, some bad matches. But ultimately, those last three, those two of the last three matches, three of the last four matches, I'll say, you know, Ronda Na Naya, Brian Styles, and the Triple Threat TLC, all great matches. So good way to end the pay per view, and it's it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm -hmm. So 
kudos WWE. Good match. There's a good, good, good show. But yeah, anything else you want to add? No, not really. I got nothing. That does it for us then. Go ahead and take us out. Sounds good. First round KO. Follow us or subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. On Twitter, follow us at FRKL Podcast. Follow Olsen at Olsen2K18. Follow myself at Connor Moore underscore seven. Follow Kyle at TikTok at OlsenK13. And follow me at TikTok at Connor Moore6. Links in the description. Until next time. We will see you when we're back in 2019. Don't make me Take a couple more shots, that's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis stag. Stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance where you. You see me as a challenge to manage it.